Matt Schaff of DraftSharks.com here with four running backs that you can buy right now in your Dynasty League. And I promise, they're not all going to make you feel comfy. Number one is a guy who switched teams this offseason and within his own division. It's David Montgomery, a new Detroit Lion, a former Chicago Bear. If we look at KeepTradeCut.com just for you know market value, he's at RB31. That's a forgettable range of players. Now, if you look at our 2023 rankings, David Montgomery sits RB26. That doesn't seem like a huge split. But the reason we're going to buy Montgomery right now is because of the situation that he is walking into. Jamal Williams finished RB13 in PPR points last year with just 12 catches. Of course, he also had a league-high 17 rushing touchdowns. That was driving most of that PPR value for Jamal Williams. Do I expect David Montgomery to score 17 touchdowns on the ground? No, I'm going to take the under on that. But he does step into the same situation that supported that for Jamal Williams. Very good offensive line in Detroit. It's an offense overall that should be getting better, and this should be an increasingly competitive team. We saw the Lions just barely miss the playoffs last year. There's no reason why that team should not be competing for the playoffs for a division title this year, and if they are leading in more games, that means more running. Of course, the Lions also drafted Jameer Gibbs in round one this year. That's obviously going to take up plenty of backfield work, but What's the downside to Jameer Gibbs? I don't think any of us believes that he is a workhorse. He's sub 200 pounds, at least as far as the combine measurements go. So probably a limited rushing workload. The Lions paid David Montgomery $18 million over three years. That's a $6 million average with $11 million of that guaranteed. That's much more than they would have paid Jamal Williams, who they allowed to walk. So they said with their money, David Montgomery is an upgrade over Jamal Williams. At the very least, that probably includes more receiving than Jamal Williams had. And it means they like him better as a running back. So expect plenty of opportunities for David Montgomery. He could look a whole lot better in just a few months. And like I said, it's a three-year contract. At least two of those are locked in. So you're at least buying a Detroit Lions running back through 2024. I know we don't like him long-term, but how many running backs do we like long-term? So I think we should take that opportunity before we get to number two to look at the Draft Sharks dynasty strategy on running backs in particular. What do we say about running backs right here in the dynasty strategy for DraftSharks.com? Get in early. Obviously, that's not quite Dave Montgomery. He's several seasons into his career. It's more Jameer Gibbs, but you know, you have to pay quite a bit to get him. And you probably already had your rookie draft. He's probably not touchable. So we want to get in early, and that's going to apply to some other guys we talk about on this list. But what else? On your screen right now, there can be value in acquiring veterans. That's David Montgomery. Like I said, RB26 in our rankings is already higher than his keep trade cut value right there, and he could easily outperform even our number. So we'll go ahead and buy him in that vein and see what he can do in his first season with the Lions, maybe a second season with the Lions. We'll see as we get closer to that. Number two on our list is another one of those veterans. Antonio Gibson in Washington. He's RB32 on keep trade cut. He's RB33 in our rankings for the 2023 season. So clearly we're not looking at Antonio Gibson and saying he's a huge value. So Matt, what are you saying? What is there to like about this guy? Let's get to that. Ron Rivera said he wants to get Antonio Gibson more touches this season. He also said that Gibson meshes with what Eric Bieniemy wants to do in this offense. That specifically speaks to Antonio Gibson's receiving upside, which is an area where he's likely to outperform Brian Robinson going forward. 
from Jared Smola's 105 Things I Learned While Doing Projections. And you can Google that. If you type in 105 Things to Google, you will find Jared's article not far down the page. And I recommend checking it out if you haven't read it already. And frankly, if you've read it once, I recommend reading it again so the things can really sink in. Jared points out that Antonio Gibson ranked fourth in PFF receiving grade last year and 11th in yards per route among 43 running backs with 30 plus targets. And that was in a season where Antonio Gibson didn't exactly light the world on fire. He did command more touches late in the season, especially as a receiver. And now there's no JD McKissick. So we should see a fair amount going to Antonio Gibson. There is room for him to outperform our expectation of him. And how much is he going to cost on the trade market? We're not talking about giving away a whole lot for Antonio Gibson. We're talking about buying a guy in RB3 range who could very well be a top 24 running back much more often than he isn't this season and start for your team in a PPR league on a regular basis. Number three on our list is Denver's Javante Williams. And here's where we get to the truly uncomfortable part. You want to buy a guy coming off a multiple knee ligament tear? Yeah, that's kind of the reason. He's RB15 still on keep trade cuts, so it's not like the dynasty community has forgotten about him. But you are quite likely to find a wide range of opinions on Williams. You will find people who are very worried and will be happy to unload him rather than wait to find out how he recovers from that knee injury. So it's at least worth checking to see if the Javante Williams manager in your league is feeling that way. Why should we have some optimism based on the serious knee injury that he had last year? Obviously, the knee injury itself is not a positive. What's positive is that he's already practicing limited work at OTAs. And, you know, obviously limited isn't as good as full practices. But the fact that he was on the field at all so soon after the multiple ligament tear shows good things for him. And this is not far after Sean Payton saying that he expects Javante Williams to be ready for training camp. We'll keep tracking Williams, but it sure seems like he's going to be ready to play early in the season. Now, is he going to have the backfield to himself? Of course not. He's going to be sharing work with new Bronco, Samaje Pirine. And if that's a reason that you're worried about Javante Williams, then you can stop that right now. Samaje Pirine, I'm shocked at how much run he is getting this offseason. I know Sean Payton has talked him up. I know Samaj P. Ryan did some things for the Bengals last year in limited duty. This is a guy who has not reached 100 carries in an NFL season since 2017. Samaj P. Ryan is averaging four yards per carry and 1.3 receptions per game for his career. Is he a useful guy to have on an NFL roster? Yes. Is he a star running back? Not anywhere close. So once Javante Williams is back, to full strength, he will be the backfield leader here. If we look back to just last summer, Javante Williams was going RB8 in redraft ADP. So we're already looking at a drop from that. He is still just 23. Does the knee add some risk going forward? Of course. So you don't want to overpay for him. But if you get him for the right price, you could get a guy that still has a high ceiling going forward. Number four on this list is Dwayne McBride. And here's where we get back to that getting in early on running backs. It's as early as you can get on Dwayne McBride. Frankly, maybe a week ago, he looked even better before Dalvin Cook got dumped by the Vikings. But here we are now. If you haven't had your rookie draft yet, then consider Dwayne McBride. Maybe late round three, maybe round four, anywhere in that range. It makes more sense to target him now than it did early in rookie drafts because of Dalvin Cook being out of the way. If you already targeted McBride, you know, cool. You already got a value boost on where he was at the beginning of rookie draft season. 
that doesn't mean it's too late for the rest of us. Just like I said with Javante Williams, this is not somebody that you want to overpay for. But if you find McBride available for cheap, then the opportunity is right there in front of them. There's reason for people to not be excited about Dwayne McBride. And I don't want you to be excited about him yet. I want you to see the potential opportunity and the chance that if he's going to hit, it happens quickly. So we're talking about a seventh round rookie who is guaranteed nothing. He could not make the Vikings regular season roster and it wouldn't shock anybody except for those who are big fans of McBride heading into the draft of which you'll find some. That being said, even though he was a seventh round pick, we're talking about a guy who was an AP All-American this past season at UAB. He set school records with 1,713 rushing yards, 19 rushing touchdowns. He averaged 7.4 yards per carry, which led all of FBS. And then he backed that up with a 4.52 second 40. That's not super fast, but for a 215-pound running back, that'll do. And it is above average for a running back of any size, going by the combine numbers. The opportunity, of course, is Dalvin Cook being gone, Alexander Madison being the new backfield leader. Madison's fine but he's no more than fine. We don't expect him to take over all of the work in that backfield. Ty Chandler is there and has been there a year longer than Dwayne McBride. Maybe the Vikings like him better than McBride. He was a fifth round pick, which is earlier than round seven, but he also has showed us nothing so far. He didn't contribute at all last year. So maybe he was kind of red shirting when they didn't need him. Maybe he's just not that good. We're waiting to see on that. The point is there's opportunity both for Chandler and, and for McBride. McBride should be the cheaper running back of the two at this point. So why not take a shot on that cheaper one and see what happens? The thing he doesn't have is proven receiving ability. Barely caught any passes in college. And if that holds in the NFL, it's going to limit his ceiling. But at the price at which we're hoping to buy him here, we're just looking for something that could be really good that could put him ahead of others in that backfield. And we'll kind of let the rest play itself out. Of course, Another reason to be interested in any of these Vikings running backs is because it's a good offense. They scored a bunch of points last year, and they should score a bunch more points this year. So we want pieces of that offense. That's helping McBride. So just to recap real quick, David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson, Javante Williams, Dwayne McBride, take some shots. See if you can steal some running back value for 2023 and beyond. If you like what you see in this video, let me know in the comments below. Heck, if you didn't like what you saw in this video, tell me what an idiot I am in the comments below. Subscribe to the Draft Sharks YouTube channel. You'll get notified whenever we put up new stuff. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We really appreciate it. It helps us spread the word. It helps us keep doing what we're doing. It helps us continue to be able and available to help you.